This is a podcast from Industrial Guide Asia, bringing you the daily 15 minutes updates. Kemp presents vision for modular ceramic zinc plating factory, expresses will to establish corrosion map for national steel structures at World Climate Industry Expo. At the 2023 World Climate Industry Expo, Carbon Neutrality Expo, held in Bison, Korea, Kemp showcased its vision for a modular ceramic zinc plating factory and expressed its determination to establish a corrosion map for national steel structures. With the energy market and supply networks facing increasing instability, global efforts are focused on enhancing energy security and addressing the climate crisis. Technological innovations such as solar power, wind power, and batteries, coupled with the pursuit of carbon neutrality, are gaining momentum worldwide. The rise of environmental, social, and governance ESG, factors is bringing forth new dynamics in companies, given the complex crisis resulting from the climate crisis and intensified competition. The Korean government has set a target of achieving carbon neutrality by 2050 and emphasizes reducing fossil fuel dependency while increasing the utilization of renewable energy, including hydrogen. Leading companies like Samsung, LG, SK Group, and Hyundai Motor are actively showcasing eco-friendly products and carbon-neutral solutions, reflecting the prevailing trend in specialized exhibitions. The Climate Industry International Expo brought together companies of all sizes, startups, public enterprises, and research institutions to exhibit products and technologies related to carbon reduction. During the exhibition, a meeting was arranged with companies prioritizing environmental concerns to gain insights into their thoughts and technologies. The first booth visited was that of Kemp, a company at the forefront of eco-friendly technology development. Since 2008, Kemp has been replacing conventional plating technologies known for causing environmental pollution with sustainable alternatives. They develop and possess eco-friendly technologies, including on-site replating for steel structures, carbon emission-free zinc surface treatment called Inazic, and the integration of artificial intelligence, AI, and Metavis factories in the field of surface treatment for key industries. Jian Hyun-jun, the planning director at Kemp, shared their exhibition highlights. At this event, we showcased Inazic, a ceramic zinc plating solution that can replace the traditional carbon-intensive molten zinc plating process. We also presented G-Save, a recycling management system for outdated molten zinc plating used for on-site replating of guardrails, and Elkazin, a carbon emission reduction coating system registered as an innovative product by the Public Procurement Service. Metal surface treatment, as an essential industry dealing with the final products of other industries, is currently facing fragmentation and downsizing due to market dynamics in China and Japan. Director Jian emphasized the urgent need for national support to aid companies in their transformation, investing in optimal processes for carbon emissions reduction, and introducing carbon reduction technologies. Regarding future plans, Director Jian outlined Kemp's vision of establishing a modularized ceramic zinc plating factory that integrates hardware and software processes. This factory would produce modules for eco-friendly, low-carbon facilities, allowing for widespread adoption. Additionally, Kemp aims to create a corrosion map for national steel structures through the recycling management of molten zinc plating, enabling on-site replating of iron structures. Kemp's participation in the Climate Industry International Expo underscores its commitment to eco-friendly solutions and its role in shaping a sustainable future. 
By actively pursuing innovative approaches, the company is well positioned to contribute to environmental preservation and carbon emissions reduction within the industry. Cameras behind the goalie and jumping into the stratosphere. Sports fans want to see every little detail, and the TV cameras deliver, whether the goalie is clenching his jaw before the spot kick or how many millimeters the serve cleared the net in a tennis match, everything is captured in detail. Images like these are only possible when the camera is up close and doesn't interfere with the action. Many major tournaments and Olympic games use the miniature devices, which even fit in a corner flag, from the Wiesbaden-based specialist LMP Lux Media Plan. Drive units from Fall Haber are used to adjust the shutter and focus. Down 39 kilometers. On the 14th of October 2012, Austrian extreme athlete Felix Baumgartner jumped out of a capsule that had previously traveled to an altitude of almost 39 kilometers by means of a helium balloon. In a free fall from the stratosphere back to Earth, he reached a speed of 1,357.6 km forward slash hour and was the first human being to break the sound barrier without the use of an aircraft. He opened his parachute 1,585 meters above ground and landed safe and intact. TV stations around the world televised the preparations and the jump. The broadcaster of the main sponsor reported on the event live over more than 10 hours. Nine cameras delivered spectacular images, five inside the capsule, two showed the exterior of the capsule, and two more were attached to the performer's body. The shutter and sharpness of the cameras were adjusted from the ground via remote control. Friedel Lux explained. The biggest challenge for the devices was heat. The unfiltered sun radiation heated the housing enormously. And at that altitude there is no air to carry away the increasing heat. So the cameras had to withstand quite a lot. Industrial camera on ski jump tower. Originally, the founder and technical director of LMP developed it for regular professional sports. With his unique equipment designs for recording and image transmission, he had previously made a name for himself as a service provider for TV productions. In 2002 for the Olympic Winter Games, he received an inquiry from an Italian TV station on whether it would be possible to mount an HDTV camera at the starting position of the ski jumpers at the top of the ski jump tower. He recounts. The space is very tight there, and the recorder wasn't to get in way, of course. So we took a still rarely used camcorder and dismantled everything that wasn't critical to video recording. The tiny device that remained enabled the TV station to literally look over the jumpers' shoulders. It didn't take long for other types of sports to discover the appeal of up-close footage. In 2004, LMP in cooperation with TV Skyline for the first time mounted a camera on the net strut of a soccer goal, which showed every movement of the goalkeeper from behind and at the same showed a view of the entire game situation from his perspective. The device could only protrude 3 centimeters into the area of the net. The second generation was released in 2008, was completely further developed in-house under the commercial name Cerberus and it is still used today. You can find it in handball goals as well as on crossbars for pole vaulting and many other places where fans want a close-up view. The camera head of the Cerberus is no bigger than three regular-sized matchboxes stacked on top of each other. Hellishly efficient drive for Cerberus. 
An even smaller version was developed for installation into the pole of a corner flag on the soccer pitch. It is currently being used in two top games of every match day in the Bundesliga. The cameras mounted on mobile cranes, which are part of everyday life in team sports in the top leagues, are also from LMP in many cases. Friedel Lux explained. In this case, it's more about the weight than the size. The lighter the camera, the faster and more precisely the crane can perform the desired movements. The drive unit mounted on the camera plays a decisive role in the function of the Cerberus. It performs the mechanical work of adjusting the shutter and focus via a gear train. To do this, LMP uses DC motors from the 0816 S-Series and 08 forward slash 1 gears with a diameter of 8mm from Fall Haber. The diameter of the corner flag camera is slightly larger, but the motors are shorter. For these types of applications, we need as much torque as possible with the smallest possible mass and volume, the camera specialist points out. The gearhead is almost more important. It has to withstand a lot and must be very robust. At the same time, it must ensure that the drive unit functions very precisely. Our top priority is that there are no sudden movements and everything works very smoothly, no fluttering, snagging, or startup delays. Only then can you actually see whether the goalie is tense and by how many his breaths the high jumper cleared the bar. But the drive units from LMP are not only used for sporting events. Lens controls for the aerospace industry, from SpaceX through Boeing to Airbus, are also a part of the product range. Precision and robustness are also of utmost priority here. Hexagon Purus and Panasonic Energy sign multi-year supply agreement for battery cells in North America. Hexagon Purus Systems USA LLC, a subsidiary of Hexagon Purus Acer, a world-leading manufacturer of zero-emission mobility and infrastructure solutions, has signed a multi-year agreement for the supply of lithium-ion battery cells with Panasonic Energy Company, Limited, Panasonic, a global provider of innovative battery technology-based products and solutions. Panasonic will supply battery cells for Hexagon Purus proprietary battery systems, marking yet another important milestone for Hexagon Purus zero-emission heavy-duty offering in North America with battery system production initially slated for Kelowna, Canada. The battery cells will be produced at Panasonic's new facility in Kansas, U.S., and will be compliant with the United States-Mexico-Canada, USMCA, trade agreement and are also expected to benefit from the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, IRA, incentives available for U.S.-based producers of battery cells. The supply of battery cells will commence in early 2026. As part of the supply agreement, Hexagon Purus will prepay approximately 43 million US dollars, approximately 450 million Norwegian kroner, through 2025, subject to the achievement of certain milestones. This prepayment will secure battery cell capacity for Hexagon Purus out of Panasonic's production facility in Kansas. Driving Energy Transformation Morton Holum, as CEO of Hexagon Purus said, Securing our battery supply chain has been an important objective for Hexagon Purus to deliver on our customer contracts such as the recently announced distribution agreement with Hino for the production of complete battery electric heavy-duty vehicles for the US market. Panasonic has been a pioneer in making zero-emission mobility available to the mass market, and this, 
coupled with their reliability and focus on continuous innovation, make them the ideal partner for Hexagon Purus. Todd Sloan, as EVP of Hexagon Purus said, We are thrilled to announce this landmark agreement with Panasonic which further solidifies our leading battery system and vehicle integration offering in North America. The agreement with Panasonic is a strong validation of our technology and will provide us a solid competitive platform to deliver quality solutions to our customers. Keijuo Tadanobu, as CEO of Panasonic Energy said, Zero emission mobility will continue to grow in significance over the next decade and this agreement with Hexagon Purus marks an important step for Panasonic's global strategy as a provider of innovative battery technology. Partnering with Hexagon Purus, a technology-leading provider of safe and reliable battery systems for zero-emission heavy-duty trucking, will help us to drive the growth of the lithium-ion battery industry and accelerate the transition to zero-emission mobility. Green Tweed to open new facility in Korea Green Tweed, a leading global manufacturer of high-performance thermoplastics, composites, seals, and engineered components, announces its investment plans for a new manufacturing facility in Shinjusai, Chungchimbuktu, Republic of Korea. Green Tweed is investing in Korea to support the continued growth of the global semiconductor industry. The company plans to manufacture some of the most widely adopted and advanced elastomer seals that consistently enable reliable performance and meet the most demanding specifications and standards. The facility is expected to start production in early 2024. The new manufacturing site will enable Green Tweed to increase global capacity, enhance its business continuity plans, and help improve lead times and responsiveness for their global customers. Majen Buterboff, as President and CEO said, Green Tweed has a long history of continuously investing in growth that ensures the company's long-term operational capabilities, expansion of innovation, and support of customers' growth. This new Korean manufacturing site will help enable our customers' technology roadmaps and growth plans. The groundbreaking ceremony for the facility is planned for June, with construction estimated to be completed in early 2024. The new facility will combine Green Tweed's proven and tested technologies with advances in automation to manufacture products at the high standards that customers demand and expect. While the facility may eventually produce additional product lines, the new capacity will initially be dedicated to Green Tweed's Chemrus Registered Trademark Symbol product line, a leading brand for sealing solutions to semiconductor, energy, and industrial markets. Fayag Seydesuan, said Business Unit Director of Chemrus Registered Trademark Symbol said, The facility will focus on creating value and improving delivery time to customers. Over the last few years, the instability in the global supply chain has been every customer's top priority. Green Tweed continues to prioritize our customers' needs by investing in technology and operation efficiency. We are excited to continue growing our capacity and capability to better support the global demand for our products. The announcement of the investment was made by Ian Block, chairman of Green Tweed, at a forum hosted by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce's Oskorea Business Council, with Yoon suk President of the Republic of Korea. The company would like to thank the Ministry of Trade, Industry and Energy, as well as the Korea Trade Investment Promotion Agency for their support of this project.